Holy shit! I like this black label, dog. I think I've had it once before this, but this is this is where it's at. I think <laughs> I'm gonna carry a flask. So if you guys, if my alcoholism gets worse, you know who to blame for that. Um, boom. <laughs> uh, thank you for coming back to the show. You are now listening to Wake the Flock Up with Concept Seven One Four, and with me is always my partner in rhyme, Fluent Rhythm. You see Fluent? I can see a sweater. You see a sweater? Oh, there he is. Yeah, and the loud Boom. ass addicted to the good life sweater. That's Fluent. He's taking care of our levels. He's, he's a funky Fluent technician tonight. He's been with us since, number, since day one, and uh, he's still going strong. And uh, uh, Fluent, what, man, what can you say about Fluent? Uh, From my end, you can say this. I haven't, met the, <laughs> I haven't chilled with the guy long enough, but, he but looks that's like an one asshole? cool motherfucker, man. Uh, I want to go that far. But he might be an asshole, but I don't know that yet. I haven't seen that side of him yet. <laughs> Fluent <laughs> is probably one of the most laid back, coolest people you can hang out with, bro. Yeah, he's cool. Like, uh, no, no drama. Some people are just drama, dude. Like, not even intentionally. Like, something's always wrong with it with a person. You know, like, oh, yeah. like, oh, you know. So it's like, oh, I don't even want to hang out with this person. But no, Fluent is cool. He's whatever, bro. You know, he's chilling. He's a great artist too, and he's been with us since day one, and uh, we're happy to have him. Yes. Thank you guys for sharing the show, for downloading the show, for spreading the word. It's going good. Um, I expect a little more action though for my fans and the followers. Yeah. Uh, I need you guys to get involved. Look, this show cannot go anywhere if you don't give it the love and support that it deserves. We bring you free, uncut, unraw hip hop. We we bring you interviews with the artists that you want to know, the artists that are local, the artists that are not local, the artists that just have something to say and I feel contribute to the scene. Having said that, if I don't feel that you don't that you don't bring something something to the scene itself, like like there's a reason why we should listen to you, I just can't have you on, dude. It's just out of respect to me and to you, right? Because I'd be lying to your face if I sat here and like, hey. What like, no, dog, like, I can't, I just can't do it. And people have asked me, hey, could you have this person or would you have this? And I'm just like, just can't do it, man. Yeah, it yeah. ain't going to work. And it's just not. <laughs> it's just not because this show is very much one-on-one. Uh, you're going to get to know me and I'm going to get to know you. And I don't want to keep lying to you the whole time. Mm-hmm. So, but I will do my best to keep uh, the artists that you guys want. Big shout out to Crappy Awesome and the Platform Collection for having us. Platform Collection is a collection of podcasts and shows include Crappy Awesome and the Two Mix Hologram Podcast. Check those out at platformcollection.com. B-Size Show, Underground Hip Hop Blog. Man, too many people to name, bro. I feel you on that, man. You know what I mean? You got to keep working. We're working on a lot of man, different people. Yeah? That's what's up, man. That, I'm, I'm enjoying where this is headed. So am I. You know what I'm saying? You know, so am I. We'll have uh, Rick's Rumble on, uh, Bonnie mm. Blue. We'll have uh, Two Mix, I'm sure, at some point will come on. Um, it's artists that I'm looking forward to sitting down with because mm-hmm. I book them. So, you know, I'm reaching out. <laughs> yeah. And artists that are somewhere new to me 
introduce, check them out. I do listen to the music. I'm like, you know, maybe I do want to get to know them. Right. Some of them are like, maybe I don't, I don't want to. You know what I'm saying? But uh, luckily, we've been really blessed with artists, which proves um, and gives us a good excuse why Edifica's here. Hmm. What's going on with you? Not much, yo. What's up, everybody? This is Edifica, also known as DJ Kaboom. But you know what it is, man. Edifica bringing that Spanish hip hop, uh, pure in Spanish. You right. know, no, no offense to anyone out there, but this thing is global, man. You know, I was born in Mexico City. Now I'm representing Costa Mesa, California. Big ups to all my people in Costa Mesa. Yeah. Orange County, man, we got a lot of talent. And Edifica is bringing the Spanish hip-hop, you know, along with other people too. But I've been, I've been doing it strictly in Spanish, bro. Yeah. Yeah. So when we say Spanish hip-hop, that yes. means it's spoken in Spanish. Yes. Is there a big difference outside of that? Mm, you know what? It's, it, there really isn't as far as the language, man. You get to feel the vibe for the music, even the selection on the beats, you know what yeah. I mean? Um, I like to bring a balance, you know, so I like to, even so for some of my mixtapes, uh, there's always this, this like ongoing debate, whether like, oh, you know, mainstream, underground, this and that. And it's the way I feel it is like, if you feel the music, you feel the music. Right. If the music is, if your music has, it has ethic, if it's, if it's real, if it's, if it's humble, if it's like from the heart, then it doesn't matter if it has like a little catchy beat. It doesn't matter if it has something that's more Jay Dilla esque behind it. Yeah. Um, so as far as the the language, that's the only difference, man. Just the language. You can hear a good flow. You feel the flow. You yeah. understand it. Yeah. You see where you know when I'm in so, pocket and everything. <laughs> and the beats are the beats. I just you know I keep it keep it hip hop, man. You do. You you are a DJ on the side. Yes. Now, are you a DJ on the side or are you a DJ who MCs? I am a DJ who MCs. So you're first and foremost, you're I a, owe everything I have to DJing. So you're a DJ who raps. Yes, I'm a DJ who raps, but I'm a DJ who writes. Okay, is Edifica a vinyl? DJ? Yes. So you're. Vinyl. You know what? Uh, obviously, moving forward with the times, I play with Serato. You I, have. I, I so even, you have to. You have yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, you I'm have to. You. I mean, I even invested. Uh, I even invested in a controller, like a Pioneer. I don't want you know. Pioneer always owes me money for saying this, but Pioneer <laughs> DJSX. Uh, uh, I'll believe that. I'll believe that. I'll believe that. But uh, you know, I invested a controller, which I didn't want to do. But uh, it's just you know the. Like I said, DJ, it was the thing that now, really saved my life, man. There's two honest. different types of DJ in hip hop. Yeah. There's DJ who. Scratches, plays, or, and, and, or, there's the DJ who makes the beats, who produces. Do you produce? Um, I'm, dude, I make some banging ass beats, uh, yo. Okay, because <laughs> I know that. Yeah. I'm letting them know that. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. we literally just finished hearing a beat that like, was amazing. What is it, the gossip or the uh, uh, the twin brother one? I have no idea what it was called. <laughs> I just know, to me, it was like, he, you know what it was? This is like it goes. He goes, comes up to me, he goes, you know what, dog? You don't want it, Edifica beat, dog. You don't want it. For <laughs> you know, he goes, you don't want it. You don't want it. And he, as he's turning shit on, I'm like, oh, now mm. I know he's going to play some dope shit. He's like, you know, dog, Edifica, please, you don't want that shit. <laughs> and he plays it, and I'm like, shit, dog. Like, that beat was dope as fuck. It's you, like man. dark. I think it has maybe bells in it. Uh, oh, yeah, it, it, is the, it is the twin brother one. The yeah. twin brother one? Yeah. Who'd you have on? Who'd you have rapping on that? I don't have anybody rapping on that one. But so that's the, mine. That... <laughs> oh, oh, are you gonna, like, you why are you to, laughing harder? You, you're you're gonna, like, ah! <laughs> you're gonna because you're gonna have to talk to Ghost. About you're like, what's your broke ass? You ain't getting no beat because we already got plans for that one. Oh, you, you caught his eyes. You caught his eyes. Yeah, but you know, uh, 
I have to tell, I have to let people know what's going on with that, man. Like, I started, especially my style. Yeah. When somebody hears an Edifica, a DJ Kaboom beat, they'll, they'll recognize myself. DJ because, Kaboom. Yes. That's your DJ name. That's my DJ name. And a producer name, too. So, so, and, so it's your DJ producing, but, but, but Edifica is your MC name. Yes. Why is there a difference? Um, because it's almost like two different people, to be honest. The reason why I got into this whole or into this whole hip hop thing, you know, as a DJ, I'm gonna make you dance. Yeah. I'm gonna make you have a great time. I'm gonna make sure that you see me behind the decks. You go to a show that I DJ, whether it be like, cause I do quinceañeras and I do private events as well. I do weddings and all that. So as a DJ, I want to make sure you have a great time. That's my goal. My yeah. goal is for everyone to have a great time. So you read the people that are hiring exactly, you. right? You, you know, so what kind of event is it? You bring that kind of material with you. Yeah, and I actually, you know, I am super like, I, I everything that I do, man, I, I, I do it with a lot of, with a lot of ethic and a lot of hard work, and and I take pride in what I do. Yeah. So when I, you know, when I when I get hired for an event, you know, let's say it's 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 an art opening, you know, so I go to the artist that's doing the art opening. I'm like, let me see some of your work, you know, what, yeah. who do you like as far as oh. artists? What do you like? So I sit, I sit with my clients before I even put anything down. Yeah. And then when the the event pops off, then you know you got art on the wall. And then I'm actually I'm providing that vibe that the artist is trying to portray with the art, with his music. Yeah, so with, it with the music, exactly. Yeah, super dope. So you know, as a DJ, I'm flexible. You yeah. know, I'll I'll play like top forty joints. Yeah. I play dance joints. I play you know stuff that people want to hear. Now, is it you play what the people want to hear or what you like? No, because I, I know for a fact I've been to shows where DJ only played what he liked. Because there's no fucking way that this person at this quinceanera asked for fucking uh, Rolling Stones or for ACDC. Like, there's no way. This motherfucker <laughs> just play what he wanted. Now, is it you, like, strictly read the room so you're there because they hire you? Or is it like... Yeah, I, I give and take, you know. Like, just completely, you know, DJs, professional DJs know that, you know, you, you, can, make, you can make a pretty decent living as a DJ. Really? So people are spending their money to... To, to have a great event so yeah. you know I listen to them I listen to some of their suggestions when I know it's a really really weird suggestion I'm like you know what I don't know if that one's gonna work but I'm gonna play it anyways because they and asked then, yeah and then I'm gonna read the crowd and if it's not working then what's the most you've ever heard of a DJ making oh man I I, I don't even know exactly the like I mean the, the, the big rave DJs are making like like ten thousand for set, you know. So ten ten set. grand an hour for a DJ is amazing money, or is that just like ah, it's pretty good money? It's it's, I think it's for a mainstream DJ. Like your your stuff's getting played on the radio, yeah. um, you know, not so much like man. I don't even know to be honest. Like on as far as like let's say like a power because, one six like, DJ. I'll drive down like okay, let's say for once in a while I'm in Vegas. Yeah, I'll see a big sign that says. DJ blah and it has a picture of him and then, uh, like how much are those DJs getting paid like those maybe, big like maybe, oh maybe I think about that like maybe 5 grand to like 10,000 or something Be set. for an hour for an hour set of a 4 hour set sometimes even for an hour set even just for one hour. Yeah. Okay. So let's say you know, but but don't honestly from, don't quote a? me on that because I I don't know exactly okay. how much they get paid. Okay. Okay. I'll but, give you one example though. Yeah. Like I, I I DJ um for a private mansion party in like Laguna Beach a while back yeah. and 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 LMFAO were the performers. Oof. And they were like I played like a three hour set. Okay. You know, and I got paid whatever I got paid, but yeah. they pay they play for like even less than an hour and they got like 
15 G's for it. And you know that. I know that. Oh, shit. So that's like, and, and I, you know, it was a cool thing. I did I did my thing and everything, but. And I know, I know artists because I've hit up them artists and they're like, hey, you know, if this doesn't work out, I also do like live shows in the backyard. Mm-hmm. I'll do it in your backyard. Mm-hmm. I've had, I've had good artists I thought would charge me more, charge me 200 bucks or 300 bucks. Mm. And then I've had others talk like, give me a grand or two grand and mm-hmm. I'm there all night. Mm. Which is reasonable because I'm a huge fan, but you're only going to be here for, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Even for three hours, you get two grand. That's amazing money for two for right? two hours. It, you know it, what I'm saying? Let's let's say to this, spit. Man. Yeah, let's say this. Even if you're breaking it down and like eat that. tacos and fucking drink all exactly, the beer that's there, man. like why wouldn't you do it? Exactly, yeah. man. Like if you if we if you talk about your average nine to five, you yeah. know, like it takes yeah, you like yeah. an entire week to make about six hundred bucks. Whatever you're getting paid, like if you think about it that way, even if you're saying like, okay, I'm gonna come DJ for you or I'm gonna perform for you, and they're offering you to like a thousand grand or or five hundred bucks for like an hour set if you're spitting, that's, you know, because if you're spitting like an hour set is like actually like a pretty long set. But that's still five hundred dollars an made hour. That, you made that in one hour when a person that works a nine to five it, it takes them the whole week to make it. Yeah, so that's why I charge top notch to do this, <laughs> dog. I need this much, homie, and then I need purple M and M's. Uh, all purple, yes. And I need a hand job every hour. <laughs> so once I get those things. Yeah. Make it happen, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's what I do. I gotta charge. <laughs> but let, let's, uh, you know, I kind of yeah, did his check clear this time. Uh, no, but he he made up for more hand jobs, <laughs> so I'm cool with it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, you know what? Kind of like, you know, just to kind of get get back to your question too, like the reason why I um I decided to rap in Spanish, which yeah. is really important for me, is because. The DJ is the one that makes people dance, makes you have a good time, no matter what kind of music you want. But Edifica is deeper than that. Edifica came out at a time where like reggaeton was really popular in the Latino culture around the streets. It's not as much anymore now. You have different things. But but, but you could have been, uh, you could have been DJ, and then rap, and then not made that difference though. But because Edifica has a very specific meaning. Yeah. Okay. Tell the people what Edifica means. Um, basically, edifica, if you translate it literal, literally to English, it means to edify. Mm-hmm. And if you look up edify, it's 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 a, it's a, it's actually I did not know this when I first picked up the name, but mm-hmm. um, it's a very spiritual term. Mm-hmm. It's actually used a lot in church. Yeah, but it's also used uh, in architecture. Yeah, so it's like to literally build a bridge or yeah. build a building. Yeah, um, but it also it also builds your your self esteem, your morals, yeah. your your spirit. And it just, it just, it just kind of happened, man. Yeah. Like, and and you know, my name is Eduardo, yeah. but people call me Eddie. Oh, so, so like, it just kind of like, it. it was like a natural, just like Dang. evolution of the That's name. So it went yeah. from Eddie to Eddie, from to Eddie to Edificador, which was Edificador was basically going to be the first one, which was like the person that changes things. Yeah. But I, I felt that was too like too much. Like I don't want to be the one that changes because like I'm not even a perfect yeah. person. Yeah. So instead of going to edificador, which I did some songs as edificador, I decided to just to go with the verb, which is edifica, which yeah. is edify. Yeah. So then that way, when I'm saying one of the catchphrases that I say in my songs when I'm rapping is ya saben de qué se trata, edifica. So I'm not saying on, I'm not saying my name. Yeah. What I'm saying is you know what it is. Yeah. Edify. Yeah. You edify. Yeah. They edify. Everybody edifies. So it's like a personal. Everybody can take it the way they want to take it, but that's that's what basically edifica means. But um, so it means edify. So that's what it is. And then, 
and my my music reflects that. You hear that it does. when I when it, I it when surely I rap. does. Um, and I tell people this all the time. Um, Hip hop has no barriers. It has no absolutely no barriers. I'm proof of that mm-hmm. because I'm not what you would call the image of what hip hop is portrayed to be. Mm-hmm. But I'm hip hop as fuck. Yeah. And all the people I hang out with are hip hop as fuck. Like that's hip hop. And um, I'm one of my my. I think I want to say I'm going to say literally my favorite MC isn't even doesn't even speak English. Hmm. Doesn't speak a word of fucking English. Hmm. Uh, Natch is my favorite MC <laughs> of all times in from that Spain. and and from Spain from Spain him and Pac are probably toe to toe and that's a lot to say wow. because he is dude like Pac has is, is been my influence from day one like for my first Tupac song I still remember hearing it and that's what made everything happen yeah um my first Natch song, though. <laughs> Dog, I still remember. <laughs> El Cuenta Cuentos. <laughs> By Natch Scratch is one of the illest hip-hop songs ever made. And to this day, the man has dropped songs that just put to shame these artists, bro. Like, some people literally go, like, well, hey, check this out. I'll hear it, and I'll be like, dude, like, check this out. And I'll play it, and it's just like, mm. And I'll be like, dude, when you heard this, this is this right here? Doesn't matter, bro. This is not even in the same ballpark yeah. and they're like oh yeah and they don't know English and they don't know Spanish his styles is recognizable that he's ripping it like yeah. I've had fluent listen to, to him doesn't speak a word of Spanish go like damn. damn yeah and that's how dope he is but not only that lyrically emotionally uh spiritually how honest he is on the mic mm-hmm. what he's willing to 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 share that's mm-hmm. the kind of stuff I like and that's why I like you Okay. Because now I'm not, I'm not, you're not bullshitting me, and I know you're gonna spit some real shit. Pause one. I know pause is gonna spit some real shit every track he drops, and and he tells me that, that that's all I do, bro. Like I don't, I'm not trying that's to me. spit that's real. Me. This yeah. is just who I am, and I think Natch is very much like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pac was very much like that. Um, there's people that are very much willing. Slug, Aesop mm-hmm. Rock. These cats don't know anything else but themselves. Yeah. Um. But you're one of them, dog. Like Thank I am you. a fan of yours. Like I tell people, huge. I'm friends with a lot of MCs. I'm not fans. A fan of a lot of them, okay. and they know. I don't like tell them, but I'm just like eh, whatever. But I'm a fan of yours because your shit is real, and not only is it not common, it's special. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And in Espanol. You didn't have to do that either because you're per- you're talking perfect English. Yeah. Very good and very articulate at this mm-hmm. point. It's not like s- chopped or, you know. So why choose to do it in Spanish? Um, you know what? I chose to do it in Spanish because, man, I, I can't even tell you, but uh, when I migrated to the United States, I was 12 years old. Yes. And the culture shock for me at 12 years old, like going from Mexico to junior high, and as you all know, you know, like in junior high, the kids. We're talking to, eleven. We're talking 12. twelve. Yeah, twelve. Okay, so that means you spent twelve years as a full-blown Mexican Hispanic person, yes. not speaking English at all, and then boom, at twelve, yeah. a pivotal age in your exactly. upbringing, English introduced, well, see, and it was like learn it, motherfucker. Yes. Yeah. That's basically what it was, and it, but it it was at a point where like the the school system in Mexico. You have, uh, like, basically your junior high, it's six years put together. So it's first grade all the way through six. Yeah. After that, you get out of sixth grade, 
and that's like a major change for you because you go from uh, you go from junior high to high school over yeah. there, which is la secundaria, yeah. which you have three years. You have yeah. one uh, first, uh, second, and third of high school, and then you move on to la prepa, which will be like junior college and so on. So I left right was uh, as I got out of sixth grade, yeah. like ready to step into like high school, like. You know, la secundaria, like I was thinking already who I was going to go with. Like, because at that point, everybody kind of splits. You, you've yeah. known so many people all your life from first grade, or even kindergarten all the way to six. And then everybody splits. And there's different turns in Mexico. You can take the night turn or you can take the morning turn. So you can take night school yes. as and, a teenager in Mexico. Yeah. And I was, and I was choosing. What oh, I'm gonna time go. is night? It's usually after you know, the first morning so shift, like, which you're like... still like, like four or yeah, five? Yeah. But that's still super late to start yeah. school. So you're five, six, seven, eight, you're initially out of school at eight o'clock. Mm-hmm. And that's where I was at. That's where I was. I had just left six... Uh, I had finished sixth grade. Yeah. And, you know, I was excited. I talked to my friends. Like, some of my friends were going to go over here. Some of my friends were going to... It was a pivotal change. Yeah. And then after that, that's when, you know, um, a lot of things happened. And, and my mom just decided to bring us over. My mom migrated here to the United States in 19, um, 1988. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, because of same situation, man. Like, she, she didn't have an education. And in the elections in 1988, that's when... Uh, that's when the first election that was like very corrupted. So there was a, a regime, a regime's change in Mexico. It was basically like the first open election. It was uh, that that it was supposed to be <clears throat> a very democratic election, but it was the first election where there was a blindfold over people. Like we're selling mm. Mexico with solidarity. That was the whole because thing. But but basically, like to, just to sum it up, it was basically like. The, the 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 time where my mom really could not deal with it anymore. Single mom, single mom. She didn't finish. She she didn't have an education, yeah. and she had to migrate here. So eventually, you know, she worked really hard. And in about 1990, 1994, that's when she could send a couple tickets for my my sister and I to come over here. So she came here first. Yeah. Then she sent for you. Yeah. Okay. And then uh, by that time, you know, I got here in in, in seventh grade, and, and it was just man, a culture clash, big time, bro. Like even with some Latinos, man. To be completely honest, like what would you say was the big difference between seventh grade there and seventh grade here? Oh, I never got to start seventh grade there. So you didn't know seventh grade yet. I didn't. Okay, but what would you think, just scholastically? Um, <laughs> the the. They're a little more strict where I where I came from. On so what? on on the subjects and things of that sort. So what do you mean I would strict. Um, they expect more from you, or they're just harder to learn. Like, what do you mean strict? They just they just don't pass you, bro. Like if you don't. Okay, like, so by you know, here they yeah. they don't have in Mexico. Do they have A B C D? They have. They go by numbers. So ten would be the the, the highest. Uh-huh. Ten and nine, one would eight. be dirt. Yes. Okay. I mean, but so you, the, usually it would stop at like a six or a four. Like you're like oh, what? but you can't go to one. I've 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 never met anyone that went to that, so okay. I don't know. But is that understood that you're able to get one? I don't know. Okay, I, but, I, I, but you can get ten. That means you're good. Yes, that, like ten that mean? would be like an A. Okay, and nine like a B. A C. Okay, but so they're saying if it, so the teacher I be like, I'm gonna give you a one, you'll be like, No, because you know you never heard it happen. But you're yeah. like, oh, I got an eight. You'll be like, All right, I'm cool. But that's like that's the time that I that I basically came here and and I think everything Edifica is 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 like the addition of all those things, bro. Like 
because there's so many like people like me that, that had to go through culture shock because they didn't know the language coming here to this country you know we, we came to this country as i understand it for for a lot of us for a better future you know yeah. so if you guys are sum up it's like the sum of, of like a lot of immigrants going through the hard uh, through through to struggle and to hardship and, and to be where they're at only to get an opportunity to succeed that's what it is so when i i came when i came over here and i was in six, dealing with sixth grade and everything and in seventh grade like i i just felt i felt like shit man like i didn't know the english i didn't know the i didn't know the the language like people didn't make me feel welcome some of my homies did like the people that i first met here and um but even among the latinos man like because at that at that age you're like you know you're 12 years old so like you're you're, you're starting you're, you're still you're, very impressionable yeah so and you have these memories of way things work, and then mm-hmm. you get to this brand new country. It doesn't work like that. Mm-hmm. And I and not only do you have to learn a new language, mm-hmm. so now you're like, holy shit, what am I gonna do? So you get here, mm-hmm. and and you see the difference even among Latinos or Hispanics. Mm-hmm. What is that difference? You know, just little comments, and 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 it's not even like I'm not saying this. I know kids will be kids, man. You know, but. This was very specific. Yeah, this is very specific. <laughs> like, you know, like like the just little things like paisitas, like how how like how like a like a like a like a kid that's Latino here, that's uh, that themselves are still going through a lot of prejudice, but they don't even understand it. Yet. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, they'll, I'm they'll say-, say like they'll call like names like it, it never happened to me. Like I I just like it, it happened more with the English barrier, like people not helping me out or oh. not telling me what's up. But I I work with teens, yeah. So now I see it, you know. Like when I when I hear one of them call somebody "ay los paisitas" or whatever, then yeah. I'm like, you know, why wh- why do you say that word? Like, okay, I so so paisa like, is a negative term. Paisa the way the, paisa, paisa the way they say it is because they're, they they think you're less because you don't speak English. Paisa would be our our N word. Um. Or no, is there a stronger word than paisa? Because I can think of one that yeah. my, and I'm going to tell uh, you this, because I'm Mexican. Yeah. I mean, there's no pretending. Yeah. Pinche no palo right here, right? <laughs> yeah. I'm Mexican. But I was born here in the United States. And I think this is the difference between Mexicans. My wife thinks in Spanish. Mm-hmm. She thinks in Spanish. Same, same here. I think in English. Mm-hmm. Because I was born. Not, not, not just just because I was born here. I was raised here. You were I was raised here. here. English was your first. Language. I'm an American who happens to be Mexican. Yeah. Okay. So, to me, they didn't call me this name. <laughs> I don't know what that means. What is it? The B word. Beaner. Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, uh, so I'm a coconut. No. <laughs> uh, so the, so so. But my other friends who didn't look like me, mm-hmm. light skinned and more, got called this word. They called them wabs. Mm. Because they knew, like, this fool's a wab, bro. Like, mm-hmm. he is someone who is Hispanic, coming in, has no business here. Or at least that's how they thought about yeah. it, right? No, there's definitely. To me, they never call me that because I wasn't that. My yeah. voice, my right. car- my the way I act, the way I think. Yeah. I think American, juvenile. Like, I think, like, a, like you know, mm-hmm. American kid. I think there's a big difference because I've seen Mexicans, kids that mm-hmm. are Mexicans. They think completely different or they act different or they just... A different style to them, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, that's or, a that's a very strong one too. But that's too but see, strong, I think sometimes. Yeah, but see, that's 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 a word that 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 it it kind of goes over to more of the English side because you know if you're coming from Mexico and you don't know what a wab is, yeah. but at least you understand when somebody like 
like when a, when when you're the same age as someone and they call you like paisa, but like in a way that's like hurtful and you're so like they're trying to they're trying to keep you out of their circle, then it's like wow, like that's that's pretty messed up. You yeah. know, when they don't even realize it that we have so much that they might have so much in common with that person, but there's just the, they just the, the only the is, only fact. Do you that, eat tortillas? Yes. I eat tortilla, right? So what's the what's what's the beef, son? <laughs> well, that's what that's that's what I'm saying. Like, and, and you know, I'm in a position now where I can where where I can conversate with with I've teens. Had, I've had Asians at my house, uh -huh. and I offered them a tortilla, and they're like, "What's a tortilla?" <laughs> so, I, and I'm like, "Oh, you, it's a you know, you cook it, yeah. and you wrap your meat or your beans around it," and they're like, "I've never had one." <laughs> and I give them, I I'm like, "Look, these are them," and he goes, and he's like, "Oh, you don't have to cook it." I'm like, oh no, that's raw, dog. He opens it, <laughs> eats it raw. Oh, it's, I'll eat it like this. He started eating his food with a raw tortilla, like without even like flipping it over or whatever. What a wab! <laughs> it's an Asian. I'm just kidding. He's a I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> no, so so he didn't know what a tortilla was, and it was wow. to me. It was like I was. I remember being like 15, 16. I'm like. What a fucking tortilla is! I'm like, what's up? But he ate his rest of his food with a raw tortilla. Dang. I was like, okay. So I well, thought that's what you know. That's, that's <laughs> a beautiful thing about Cali, though. You know, like I, I've been to other places where, like, like New York. You know, and I yeah. fly to New York. I love the people in New York when they take they take care of me a lot. There's a as lot, an artist, you were yeah, out there in yeah. New York. There's a, there's a big um, there's a big uh, population of, of people from Mexico City, and that to me, like, it's it's in New York. I don't, yeah, New York, big time. Do a lot of people from Mexico City. I thought they were all. And a lot of people, <laughs> and a lot of people from Puebla as well. But that's what I'm saying, though. There, like, it's there's so many cultures in New York, but like nobody really even talks to each other sometimes, man. It's just like everybody. Just Do you feel like that's true here but too? But here, I th I feel here like people talk a little more to each other, and it's a little more, a little more open. They I are, think it's a little more, but I still think there's that like Salvadoreño and that Puerto Rican and that Cuban and that you know that that, that deadline mm -hmm. because people assume. You know, ignorant people think ignorant thoughts. Mm -hmm. And they assume we're all, because we speak Spanish, that we're all the same. Mm -hmm. And I've seen it happen, bro. And they're like, no, I'm Cuban, motherfucker. There's a complete <laughs> difference between Cuban and a Mexican. Mm -hmm. Like, there's a complete difference between an American and a Greek. Just because you're both white, speak English, doesn't fucking mean anything. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, and music, has that affected you? Like, just, obviously, you people are not going to confuse you for a black kid. Mm. Oh, they're not gonna confuse you for an Asian. They're gonna be like, "Oh, this kid's Hispanic." Yeah. Now, do you see that affect you in like bookings or dealing with heads or like in business? Man, you know, the biggest thing that has affected me on a personal level, as far as DJing or or bookings and stuff, is because I look too young. You look too young. It's not even that I'm Latino or nothing like that. It's just like I look. People have told me these. People that I have worked for, yeah. work with, have told me this. Like, man, I you used like when you grabbed the mic and you started because I, you know, hosting or or emceeing or yeah. even DJing. Like, wow, I was like really surprised. Like, you know, what you're doing you yeah. you do it really well. Yeah. Like, I, you know, you look really young. I didn't think you were gonna be able to do it. Oh. That's the biggest one I get all the time. Yeah, and people like people underestimate me all the time. <laughs> people underestimate me, underestimate me all the time, and that's cool with me because you know what? Because at the end of the day, when I when I do my job and I handle mine. And then they come up to you and they're like, respect. Like, I feel like I've earned that respect. <laughs>
La música ya no se compra, más bien hoy se obsequia Porque si no lo haces, alguien te la piratea Dime si vale la pena ponerle tanto empeño Si ahora en estos días todos quieren ser raperos Hagan algo nuevo porque llámese sus cuentos Mientras yo les enseño, la clase ya está creciendo Abriéndoles caminos para que puedan recorrerlos Y aunque no soy famoso, me gané ya tu respeto Presente aquí bien firme, ya conocen bien el nombre Creaciones callejeras con creatividad de este hombre La vida siempre corre y te deja bien atrás a menos que tú sepas cómo poderla alcanzar Se toma perseverancia, estrategias calculadas Tienes que tomar acción cada vez que es necesaria Ya deja la pereza porque eso aquí no va Por lo menos en el norte aquí venimos a triunfar 100% lo que siento corre bien por tu cerebro Con hechos yo lo compruebo Nunca estoy jugando juegos, sacrificio los entrego Porque esto va bien en serio Y saben que lo que hago lo hago con el corazón en fuego Como un calcetín bien puesto por supuesto Como de que no señor, siente la vibra es algo natural que no tiene comparación Libre pensamiento exige liberación Y claro está presente aquí en esta canción La música ya no se compra, más bien hoy se obsequia Porque si no lo haces alguien te la piratea Dime si vale la pena ponerle tanto empeño Si ahora en estos días todos quieren ser raperos Hagan algo nuevo porque llámese sus cuentos Mientras yo les enseño la clase ya está creciendo Abriéndoles caminos para que puedan recorrerlos Y aunque no soy famoso me gané ya tu respeto Manualidades, artesanías, muy buenas pistas Que el hip hop nunca pare, no importan las malas vibras La mía siempre la mantengo positiva En canciones proyectando toda esta materia prima Entra aquí en mi mundo porque también es tuyo Es todo y estuvo, se levanta así el triunfo Cada quien hace lucha para que tenga lo suyo Saludos a los padres que cuidan bien a los suyos Echándole los kilos, recuerdo desde niño Utilizando el hip hop natural en cualquier ritmo Esto no ha sido fácil, no saben lo que he sufrido pero no ha sido en balde, mira lo que he aprendido Claro que aquí seguimos con la banda más unidos Artistas, grafiteros, callejeros, arquitectos Por la calle van corriendo con ruidos que conocemos Porque las caras vemos, pero mañas no sabemos Como la gente no sabe que en verdad yo soy un gen La música ya no se compra, más bien hoy se obsequia Porque si no lo haces alguien te la piratea Dime si vale la pena ponerle tanto empeño Si ahora en estos días todos quieren ser raperos Hagan algo nuevo porque llámese sus cuentos Mientras yo les enseño la clase ya está creciendo Abriéndoles caminos para que puedan recorrerlos Y aunque no soy famoso me gané ya tu respeto Yeah, it, it is also for something for like, oh, oh, uh, this person doesn't look this way, and then you impress them. Mm -hmm. You you're just like automatically, you're like no matter. See, that's the way it should be because it shouldn't be. Obviously, if you can't control it, you shouldn't be judged by it. Yeah. So if you can't control your race, you can't mm -hmm. control this and that. There's no reason why I should think less of you. It's not in your control. Yeah. But if you're able to control it and you're a fucking asshole, then you deserve to be called an asshole. You know yeah. what I mean? But if by some miracle God said this guy is the only one who can't be an asshole, but you happen to be an asshole, <laughs> it's not your fault. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So uh, I, I, I that's why I honestly think like when MCs, it doesn't matter, bro. Especially in hip hop, mm -hmm. if you're racist in hip hop, you have no business in hip hop. Yeah. Because that's that's what uh, <laughs> it's ignorance yeah, it's, at that point. That's not even the point. You know what I mean? Like yeah. if you look at where hip hop started, you know, especially with the Latinos, man, the Puerto Ricans in New York, you know, being able to get down on the break dancing and all that, like we were a big part of it, and it's it's just more about bringing people together. That's all what it's that's always what it's always been. Yeah. Like uh, you, like you said, you know, if you have if you're racist, you have you really have no business in hip hop because it's more about bringing people together. It's 
if anything, the hip hop is meant for that. It is because yeah. I don't like you. You don't like me. I can spit. You can spit. Let's spit. Let's fucking yeah. make it happen. And that's the way it works. Yeah. People laugh. It's like seriously. And then let's resolve an issue. No, let's not get no guns. No, you rap. I rap. Whoever wins is better. Yeah. Yeah. Peaceful. It comes together, you know. And from Natch to Chino, who's Puerto Rican, half black, mm-hmm. to Tupac, who's full black, mm-hmm. to Eminem, who's full white. I mean, you can't say this is the way a hip hop artist should look, but I still feel I have been targeted or not targeted, just not included or dismissed because, oh, no, no, no. I've been told, like, oh, you're not the kind of look mm. you're looking for right now. Mm-hmm. It's not, it's, your, your look's not it. Well, at least tell me my music sucks. Say something about this. Don't be like, oh, the way you dress or the way you look, the way you talk is not the way I want. Mm-hmm. I've been called a white Mexican because I talk like this. Because you talk like that because you have perfect English. I don't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, like I said, you know, you're articulate, you speak well. Yeah. Yeah. I I work very hard to be articulate. You know what? That's, that's <laughs> I'm just, because we're here and because this is a complete, you know, we're talking honestly. Yeah. Like, I get that both ways in like, in like for the Latino community too. Uh, you know, if you speak like perfect English and and you all that, and you like carry yourself. I've had people way. don't believe me. Oh, I can read, write, and speak. No, you can't. Yeah. Like, bro. It's like no, you can't. You can't read it. Yeah. And you, like, I was gonna tell you, huh? Yeah. I was gonna tell you. Eddie, yeah, yeah. You speak very articulate, and I'm. I was gonna ask you where did that come up because it is also almost frowned upon to be like because. That is every my my trust me, my brother in laws, that's all they say. Mm-hmm. I try to have a conversation, that's how they respond. So I'm like, dude, why you gotta talk? Why can't you stop acting this way for a little bit? Mm-hmm. Answer my questions and let's move on. Well, you know what, then <laughs> one thing that people have to understand uh, about me is, and, and if you know, I'm gonna go ahead and back to that question that you asked why I chose to do it in Spanish. Yeah. Like, number one, like you said, I automatically, I think at this point, I'm half and half because I've lived more than half my life here now. Yeah. But I I think in Spanish and I translated it to English. But Spanish is my first language, man. Yeah. I can't help it. Like, it flows out of my soul better. Like It's it just, more than it just, that. It's just... Like you said, it flows out of your soul. Yeah, it's just that's what I, that's what that's I feel. That's who you are. Are. Yeah, exactly. That's who you are, bro. And I've seen it, and I've and I've heard it, and I've lived with people who they that's who they could not be a black version of Edifico. Hmm. They could not be a black version of this person, or Asian, or Puerto Rican. No, you are meant to be this. This is who your soul is, mm-hmm. and that's reflected in your tracks. I think. Um, so when it comes down to your tracks, you said Spanish, or it just came out Spanish. It just came. It just came out Spanish, man. Like. It, it kind of ties into that, you know, what you were talking about, because a lot of people like there's one thing that they always say, like in in the Spanish community, like especially with you know people from El Def and things like that. Like you can either be like there's there's like very little in between. Like you can either be a fresa or your banda. You know what I mean? Like banda is like people from fresa, the street. Fresas are the ones that have money, the popis. Yeah, exactly like that. <laughs> And like I speak perfectly good English because I want to. I wanted to learn English because yeah. I wanted to prove to the people that 
and I'm saying the people, I don't I don't segregate anyone. I don't put people in categories. I just say to anyone that saw me and that would think, okay, this guy can speak English. So that's the that's why I wanted to learn English and represent my Latino people, yeah. my Mexican people, my Mexico City people yeah. in, 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 in higher states, whether yeah. it be in learning in English and, sper- and and speaking it the best way I could. That's why, um, that's why I do what I do. But because of that, sometimes you know people that come from a, from from like barrios and lavanda and all that, and they speak a, a certain way, they think that I'm a fresa. Mm. But man, I'm from Mexico City, man. Fresa, I'm from, fresa I'm means from, stuck up. Yeah, I'm from like I'm from Mexico City, man. Like if you knew where I came from, man, I came from. I came from a vecindad. A vecindad is kind of like a it's hood. not it's it's a hood. Yeah. And then you know, in my in my family, like I had to share a bathroom with old, like another family. Oh shit! And the bathroom wasn't even inside our house or our apartment. You had to go outside yeah. to to go to the bathroom or to take a shower, and it didn't even have running yeah. water. Like you have to warm up the water to take a fucking hot shower. You like I don't, I don't, I don't come from money, and like that's what, what people don't understand. I speak English well because I wanted to learn it, and I wanted to represent my people in a higher light. Yeah. And then, but I, yeah, but I came from. I'm poor, man. I came from the bottom. Like right now, for for me to have left Mexico City, to have left uh, Azcapotzalco, that's where I'm from, to left my colonia, my barrio, to leave that and to be where I'm at right now, talking to you right now, it's like the biggest blessing ever. Yeah. But it didn't. It wasn't handed down to me. I yeah. wanted to make this shit happen. And you did make it happen. And I don't think, I I know anyone who listens to you understands it. There's some very clear in your music, bro, and that's why I love it. That's why I like playing it, and that's why I listen to your SoundCloud and I, and I try to catch up. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the real, the emotions. Some some people are so afraid to show the way they feel, mm-hmm. and I think that's a huge mistake, especially for a real artist. Yeah, your all your energy, all your thoughts, all your all your all your something special in those songs are gonna come from your pain and your hurt and your emotions. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how much pain and hurt you've gone through, but that is clearly shown. Yeah. Because there is something like a party song, a party song, party song, party song. I get it. I'm with you. I understand. Yeah. And then there's like, hey, this track is real. This track is deep. This track is, is it shows him on a different light. I love this girl or I hate this dude or I'm just, you know, it, it, that's reflective in your right. music. Um, If you had not came to, if you had not come to America when you did, do you think you would still be Edifica in Mexico? Um, I would definitely be, I would have the same positivity, the same energy, the same belief that my people, no matter where you come from, if you come from a, from a poor background, I would still be working really hard to expose like the talent that we all have by, by exposing it myself, the gifts that I was given. I don't know if I would be rapping, to be honest. Mm. But I, I've always been drawn to, to the artistic side of life. I've always wanted to paint. I've always wanted to dance. I've always wanted to express myself. So I know I, I know life would have taken me on, on, on a journey where I would be around, Some, this, around the same expressive people. That so I choose, something with yeah, music? Something with music or, or, or art or, or expression, something. But I don't, know if, I don't know if I'd be rapping if I would have grown up in Mexico. Mm. Because a, a lot of... You know, a lot of my my influences are not even like, like Latino rappers. Yeah. You know, because I I didn't. Uh, I'm not really too much into Chicano rap and all that stuff, I and mean, that Neither doesn't draw my attention to be honest. But you know, 
I grew up with, you know, like like the hip hop that people listen to. Like yeah. I, I grew up with Talib Kweli, Mostef, yeah. uh, Dilated Peoples. Yeah. Like that's the the the, the See, type of influences that's, that's that I had. That's the difference, though. You, those are not the people that people listen to. Mm-hmm. The people that listen to are not them. Mm-hmm. There's Talib Kweli's, you Dilated Peoples. These are special brand of people that listen to this special brand of music. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I'm glad. I'm glad that you picked up on the dilated, on the evidence, and you know, the Everlast, and, and all these other cats. Oh yeah, like, man. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Big time, like Gangstar. Uh, you know, Nas. which which brings us to our next topic, which we'll is yes. go straight into it. Yes. I need Edifica's top five. Oh, Edifica's top, top five, five list. I mean, in, top five musical influences. Musical influences. Musical okay, in general. Okay, this is going to trip people out. Because I got some trippy people in this mind and I know tri- you yeah, do too. This is going to trip people out because, you know, and I'll, t- and I'll tell you this much too. For If you grew up outside of the United States, you already are more open-minded to other languages. Okay. Because, you know, you grew up in Mexico, like you're going to hear people from the United States. So you listen to people from the United States. So definitely, my sister was big into rock. So... One of my biggest influences that I listen to a lot, it's The Doors, bro. The Doors. The doors. I love The Doors. Okay, not, not mad at you. And, I, and I didn't even, like, that's the funny thing, because I didn't even know what their lyrics were saying until I was able to comprehend and understand English. But my sister was bumping The Doors in Mexico. She was more of a rock person. Yeah. So The Doors, uh, Queen, bro. Queen. Like, Queen. Some Freddie Mercury Freddie in this Mercury, bitch. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and then definitely, you know, growing up in Mexico as, as a young, as a young person, and back like you know, I was born in 19, 1982, so definitely Michael Jackson was a big one for me, man. Michael Jackson was a major Not one. Like I remember, I remember the first CD I ever bought with my own money that I had saved up was Dangerous from Michael Jackson, and I, I, I had heard Billie Jean and all that stuff, but you know. Um, you know, with Teddy Riley, it had more of a different flavor to yeah, it. Yeah. So, like, even the music from that album to me was like, the you know, the cuts and dope. like, yeah. So, definitely them, man. More of recent ones. I man, I've been a big fan of 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 the Neptunes since they first. The came Neptunes. Out, production wise, production wise, okay, production wise, production. yeah, production wise too. But just, just the vibe, man. Just something super different that came out. Even, even though I think it, that's it, the DJ side of you. Coming I think out. that is definitely the DJ side of me. But, but, but that's like when I'm making stuff, you know. Like I think of, of things like that. Like to, to not put myself in a box. To like yeah. think even with hip hop sound or, or, or whatever, just like experiment with sounds. Because if you, even if you listen to the production of, of the, of the Neptunes, like just, just it was so simple. And it's still so simple. Yeah. But just the compression of it and, and the way the drums hit and, and the way the sounds are. They like, had a, a, yeah. a, their own sound. Yeah. So hey. the Neptunes and, you One know. More. Um, Rapping-wise, if, yeah. if we're going to talk rapping-wise, it's it's like Talib, Kweli, yeah. and, and Nas, man. So Talib will be your number one. I'm I guessing because so you've mentioned man. him twice already. Definitely, man. And I don't even think I like have his style. But so you just like Black the way Star or just just Talib so himself, man. Talib. Okay, you know Talib is a very dope MC, very on his own style. Um, a, a lot like uh, Dell. Mm-hmm. Dell the Funky. How many do I have right now? That's five. That's five. That's okay, where? Well, you got more. Let me know. Well, I mean, see. musical influences. Man. Who else you got? You said Nas. Nas is a which big is one. definitely one and, of mine. And you know what? This is a, this is I need Most to point I need to point this out because yeah, I'm a, I'm obviously a Spanish hip hop artist, but uh, 
I left Mexico when 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 hip hop wasn't even hitting the way it is right now. Like right. if you go to Mexico right now, yeah. you find breakdance crews that are amazing. Yeah. You know, like cadetes, big ups to cadetes. Uh, you find graffiti writers that are just super graffiti dope. When I left Mexico, it wasn't Mexico. like that at all. So I didn't have Latino hip hop rappers influence from Mexico really. Yeah. The ones that really influenced it for me the first time I, I was like, damn. Claudico. Nope. Yeah. It was violado, <laughs> Violadores del Verso oh, yeah. in Spain. Violadores del Verso. So course. definitely, like they, they, they were, they're tight, man. They got a tight sound. So, yeah. so they were, they were big influence. And, and and the funny thing about me is like, I don't really sit there. Like I'll listen to a couple other jams that, that inspire me, and, and I just kind of go from there. But 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 I don't really listen to a lot of a lot of rap. To be honest, like really? sometimes. What is the, the genre you listen to? Uh, man, I just, I'm, I'm kind of just all over the place man but I, I love listening to instrumental music man yeah, yeah I love listening to instrumental music I think that inspires me a lot are we talking about like um like movie scores and stuff or no I, I'm more like more like hip hop oriented stuff like uh -huh. more down tempo stuff like I, I listen to Jay Dilla is a big influence on me man yeah like just his as beats a as a producer like his beats and just it makes me think it makes me uh, go somewhere else yeah and, There's another there's another group called Thievery Corporation. I don't know if you ever heard of them, but okay. they do very down tempo, like kind of like a hip hop beat. Yeah. But they put a lot of like different influences from different countries. Yeah. So like, I listen to a lot of instrumental music, man. Well, I don't give a shit about your top five. <laughs> I don't know. I don't really don't. I don't give a shit. I stopped listening halfway through your top five <laughs> because your bottom five is what I want to know. Okay. That's why I'm here. To know your bottom five, your dirt, grime, just fucking disgusting. I would never listen to them. They suck fucking camel dick. Oh, man. Bottom five. That's kind of a hard one because I'm, I'm very open-minded, but I'll but be some, straight up. You have to come I'll across some people you're like, oh, this is garbage, bro. I don't like Little Wayne. Little, little Wayne. Okay. No Little Wayne. No Little Wayne. Okay. I don't like Little Wayne. Uh, I don't like it. It just doesn't, it, nothing of it, like. I, I can't, I can't feel it, man. I just can't. You know, other people can, but I just, no, he doesn't. Okay, who else me. we got? Little Wayne. Ah, oh, man, that's a hard one, man. No, like, I don't really hate a lot of peeps, uh, or or dislike people's music, but that's There's that's plenty. one for sure. There's plenty. Man, I'm, I'm local. Doesn't have to be local. Could be local. I just. I think genres mostly, man. Like okay, I don't like Chicano yeah, kind of rap, man. Chicano, and that's and that's and that's kind of a, a toss up too. Because yeah, like, that's why because that's I, I'm Latino, but I don't really like Chicano rap. Chicano very. rap, you're talking about like Mr. Shadow, yeah, Lil stuff Rob? like that. It doesn't, yeah, it doesn't call to me. No, man. okay, okay, all right. You know, it doesn't call to me. What? So that definitely. How about like country or? Yeah, man, some country lyrics are pretty dope, though. <laughs> <laughs> Polka. What are we talking oh, about? Oh man, no, this dude, it's. I, I'm one of the most, I'll say this and I mean this, sure. I am one of the most diverse DJs you'll ever meet in your life, man. Oh, yeah. So, like, I love, I just love who, music, who, bro. Who, is, who would be, be surprised to know that Edifica has on his fucking playlist? Like, your own personal, like, in your phone. Who would be like, what the fuck is this doing here, Edifica? <laughs> and you'd be like, that's my shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's a tough one, too. Uh, you know, I got some... Frank Sinatra shit up in there. I love Frank so Sinatra. Don't Frank even Sinatra never be ashamed of that. So I'm not, yeah. But that's I'm talking I'm about like some that, little B or some some uh, Waka Flocka. 
Oh, you know what I'm saying? Oh, like, all right. Just because because I have to get this for, for a party, but Spice Girls, man. I have that in my phone because somebody, hold on. somebody wanted hold me to on. play Spice Girls. What Spice Girls song? I have to know because it makes a huge difference. Which Spice Girls song? Yeah. I don't even know the name. That's how much I don't like it. Oh, <laughs> Okay. Okay. So no bottom five? Come on. No bottom five, Dog, You got to have one, bro. Another DJ you run into or another MC, you know, it's just like, dog, that's garbage, dude. Like, or, I mean, come on, your bottom five. Oh, man. I, okay, we got a little wing, that's for sure. Yeah. 50 uh, Cent. Man, I've listened to some 50 Cent tracks that are all right. But 50 Cent is probably up there. Yeah. Jay-Z. I like Reasonable Doubt and some other, other stuff that he's done. Cameron. That's one. I don't really care. I don't really actually have any of his songs. I don't have any of his music. Uh, Soldier Boy. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, Lil B. I don't even know who that is. No? <laughs> uh, Concept 714. Uh, he's probably the top one. Oh, man. <laughs> Cold-blooded. No, you know what? Honestly, like... You know what? Hold you know what? Honestly, this is this is just an answer that I give to people like... And, and even I've even had to deal with some people on the scene, like in the local scene that I'm just like um, I've I've been really let down of yeah uh, from and uh, but but I just if if you start to focus on other people then you lose sight of yourself you know so I just I just focus on what I do I do the best of it and and if I don't like something I don't like something some people um is very they they jump on that question right away because that means that they thought about it they spend time concerning themselves with how terrible these people are and this artist that dude i can't name four because fucking i don't even i just don't give it. a fine fuck uh, dude reverie was one of these people who was just like dog i don't even fucking think about people that suck bro like it doesn't yeah. concern me i don't give a shit i know i don't <laughs> suck that's all yeah. i know so it's impressive you know i'm with you okay good but uh let's move on to the next segment we got a yeah. couple more okay um uh, i need a minute of venting from Venting as in like fucking I got pulled over the other day or I ran out of fucking toilet paper in the bathroom or fucking you know I need everyday venting from Edifica. Man, everyday everyday venting from Edifica would be more of a immigration reform right now, motherfucker. <laughs> That's my everyday venting. And I live that I live with that shit every single okay, day. Okay, you brought it up. I wasn't going to. Okay. Out of respect. Okay. You are fighting immigrant reform. Yes. You're an immigrant. Yeah. You're not a citizen or a resident. No. Okay. But you've been here since you were 12. I've been since since I was 12, but you know, given... So that that means more than 10 years, I'm going to guess. Yeah. How is this legally possible? It's legally possible because I didn't, you know, when my mom decided to bring us over, she did not know information and i think that's what that's what's important about about the latino community when it comes to immigration rights and and ab540 students and and people that are actually doing something to better their lives you know i I think i think information is the key and you know when my mom came over she she had no idea what to do you know so the best thing she could do was you know be an immigrant herself like crossing the border by us you know herself and bringing us over the same way um and I think there's a reason why this happened and the reason why I'm in the, in the position that I'm at just because of lack of, of information and resources. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just the bottom line for that. And, and you know, it, it's 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 very hard once you get in that 
in that you know because there hasn't been an immigration there hasn't been um what is a reform. what does that mean what does that mean um well it would basically mean where based on the time that you're here in the united states the time that you pay your taxes you know that you don't have no criminal record because of the amount of time that you've been here then then there's kind of a general information immigration reform where people that have been here for like a certain amount of years they can become citizens or they can become legal residents but there hasn't been one I believe since Ronald, since Ronald Reagan. Ronald Reagan is in the eighties. Yeah. So that means for the last almost thirty years, there hasn't been a way for law-abiding, hard-working immigrants to become even residents. My mom's or, been here from or 20- certified aliens, yeah. right, of the United States. Yes. And and that's granted by the current president. Yes, by the government. Yeah. So the government has to say, right now, we're going to give a reform, which literally means a look over. Mm-hmm. of your case to grant you citizenship mm-hmm. and that's not happening that's not happening and it's you know it looks like it's not happening this year we you know we, we want to stay i mean we had the we had the deferred action happen a couple of years ago which in meant 2012 what? which meant that people from uh people that were brought like myself yeah. at a certain age i um, mean that means you did yourself did not i qualify i qualify for it because you you yourself did not come over, because you I, were brought. I was over. brought over here. Okay. Yes, and 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 I and I live here for a certain amount of years without going back to Mexico. Without no leaving criminal my country, record. No, no criminal nothing. record. Uh, basically, you know, being a student, going to yeah. high school here. Productive member of society. Exactly. Not born here. Mm-hmm. Wants membership. They're denying it. Yeah. No, that 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 we uh, what it does it gives you a, a two years. Yeah. Um, a work permit, and it gives you a social security number. So for that's for deferred action. So you qualify for a work permit for two years. Yeah. They give you a social security number. You can get your license with that, and you can get a job, and you can, After you know, that, you're supposed to go home? After that, you're supposed to uh, reapply for it, which a lot of people are at that point right now because this happened already two years. This happened already two years ago. So a but lot I'm of saying people, you, you, you reapply to be able to work for two more years? That's what we don't know. And okay, so you're saying the issue is there's no permanent status. Yes. Um, and that, and I'm, I'm just talking. That's just concerning people my age and people that qualify for the Dream Act. I mean, for the Deferred Action, which yeah. is basically the, like you know, going back to the immigration issue that we're talking about. That's that's been a big thing for me. Like even even the shows that I've I've done to New, in New York. Like it's, I I, I've always emo- been very outspoken about emotionally it. Emotionally, it messes with you. It, it it does, man. It fires me up. You know, like you know, we're we're talking about. My my mom has been here for 21 years. Uh, past uh, mark this past Saturday, 21 yeah. years. She's been working hard. Has not ever asked for any government help whatsoever. She pays her taxes. She works on her own. She does her thing as an immigrant. As an immigrant, and that you know that's those are the people that I'm that I'm like fired up about because you know seeing your seeing your your type your 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 gente, and it hurts me too. Mm-hmm. And people don't. I don't let it express itself, and and it's my fault. But um, like outside of like a Home Depot, or asking me this or this, no one, none of those people ask me for money. You mm-hmm. know what they ask me for? Work. For a job. Mm-hmm. Where can I work? Mm-hmm. Where can I earn your money? Oh, I don't have a job right over. Okay, let's go. Hey, hey. Mm-hmm. They're not. Hey, here I'm. Of, I'm. I'm. I'm broke. Uh, my family needs food. Give me free money. And I'm like, hey, you need help moving. Mm-hmm. That, so I'm saying. So it's an obvious contradiction to what's expected a homeless person to be, which is a decrepit someone who cannot 
manage a job. These people are looking for work. Mm -hmm. They're looking to contribute to society on some kind of basis. Mm -hmm. And that's no knock. And it's a little, it's a huge knock to people that are just coming up to me my age. Mm -hmm. You're my age. You're asking me for money? (laughs) Go suck a dick and find a job. (laughs) Eddie, Eddie, seriously, bro. Yeah. You're my age. You're asking me for money? Go find a job. Go join the military. Do something with your life. Mm-hmm. If you're 45, if you're 50 and you have a no leg, okay, here's five bucks, bro. Yeah. But if you're my age, and you're like, hey, you got money? No. It don't work like that. I don't. Mm-hmm. I have no money. Here's a job application. Do something with it. Mm-hmm. Some people are not fit for it. Some people are not mentally equipped. But it's important to me to reflect to people. I'm Hispanic. I'm Mexican. I'm smart, educated. Mm-hmm. This is what California looks like, dog. Yeah. This is what hip hop looks like. Yeah. This is what real hardworking parent, father, husband, MC looks like. Get to yeah. know it, you know? Mm-hmm. You doing it in Spanish gives it a whole different boost. A whole different a whole different like <laughs> perspective because it's almost like you're so brave just for doing it in Spanish, bro. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. No, I, I get Do it. Do you man. get it? You, you I, see what I'm saying? I get saying, what you're right? saying because like I said, I, I work with uh I work with teenagers too. Yeah. And and I, I do a I do a music program with them and, and they're very important to me. They're very important to me because I see myself and I'm like how how it was really hard for me to come up and not get the, the get not get the idea or the or the motivation or the help or, or, or just just some advice on, on how to take it. And and I'm not telling them to be professional rappers or nothing like that. It's just more about expressing themselves and things like that. And they tell me all the time, like, why do you do it in Spanish? Like, and and one something that the people have to understand here in the United States that I am literally swimming upstream with yeah. the Spanish hip hop. I am swimming upstream because I could do it in English and, and portray the same ideas and, and project the same ideas that I'm trying to do in Spanish. But uh, there's so many rappers in here which would be. In a way, it would be hard, but at the same time, it'd be easier because then people can understand me in the United States. But since I do it in Spanish, most of my following is not even from the United States. Most of my following is from Mexico, from Colombia, from Chile, from Argentina, places where hip hop it's 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 like it's 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 thriving, man. It's alive yeah. and thriving, and and unfortunately, because of my situation, I cannot go to those places, but. But it's important to so me, there's, man. There is, there's that risk traveling. Yeah. Because, you, you know, it'll be more difficult for you oh, to get I back can, in. Yeah, well, you, you know, it would take me a few grand so to get back in. <laughs> what what are you doing? To, but you're handling this on a legal sense, too, right? Mm-hmm. As it should be handled. Yeah. As it should be done if you want a good, productive, clean record. Yeah. Do it legally. Mm-hmm. So what advice would you have for people that you know don't have maybe... The ambition, not the ambition, but the the purpose, because you have fans, so I'm going to go see my fans. But what does the person that doesn't have fans, which is your average or hard worker, what do you think they should be doing to be indicted almost into the U.S.? Like what, do you have any advice for those people that that see it difficult or don't want to come back or are here quietly, secretly? I mean, my advice to them is education, man education and education doesn't have to be like go to college and get you because that's not for to be honest that's not for everybody it should be for everybody but it's not but it's just educating yourself in a community sense man like you know if 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 you if you are tired of where you're at and you want something better for your family something better for your for your life just educate yourself 
um, and educate other people at the same time. Regardless of where you're coming from. It doesn't matter. I think, and, and that's so important to me, and, and people judge me and people have made fun of me for having gone to college. And I'm thinking, like, I only want to go to college not because it's going to pay me money or more money or different amounts of money, because I can say I went to college. Hey, kid of mine, <laughs> I don't want to hear it. You're gonna get a bachelor's. You're gonna get a master's because I did it. Mm-hmm. You can do it. Mm-hmm. It brings it, there's people. It brings to a different level, especially in hip hop. The vocabulary stance, the discipline stance, the the um, the, the, the 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 focus and the and the and the in the the wonderish of like, oh, okay, a person without a vocabulary, dog, like it's very minimal and very. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh fuck, ho, ho, shit, shit, nigga, bitch, ho, trap. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. But a, an educated person can say those words and make them sound beautiful because they'll follow them with transitional and and, and, and and they bring a different atmosphere to it. As an MC, you should always be looking to be better mm-hmm. than your last track. So be better than, than you were when you did your last track. Yeah. You know? I and, agree. And, and I think Edifica brings that because not only in Spanish, isn't it? Ole, vato. Estoy aquí con mis amigos. No sabes cómo. No, it's like full blown fucking. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's 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 these words that are just like painting images and, and and dropping lyrics and beats and and just sick. You know. Which that's that goes to show people that I I take my craft seriously, man. You do. And like I have lived in the United States more than half my life now, yeah. than Mexico and in. Even in Mexico, bro, like I was not, I was like, like writing itself, like punctuation and things like that, and 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 how you put a phrase together and all that. I was never very good at it, even in Spanish. Mm. So for me to educate my vocabulary, to extend my vocabulary in Spanish when I live in the United States, to try to be better than I was the day before, it's a task itself. Yeah, you know. So like, but hundred percent. Yeah, like I, I, you know, and it's, it, but it's, it's cool though, man. Like that's, that's why I do what I do in Spanish, bro. That's exactly what I want to do. I just want to let people know that they can do more than they can actually think they can. Yeah, that's what, that's all. That's, that's the um, whole point of Edifica. Edifica, otra vez más. Sonidos de liberación. Sonidos de motivación. Sonidos de inspiración. Si yo me caigo, me levanto. Seguiré yo constante con la bendición de Dios y buena suerte de elefante. La vida se siente con cada base respira Estancados en las cifras Pero el rap es mi salida Es simple la verdad Más compleja las mentiras Gastando la energía con la vibra negativa Controlando el coraje para liberar sonrisas Mi gente se dirige con mi espíritu que guía La sangre del alma con cada palabra brilla Elixir pacifista el cual deberían beber Inmortal el sonido así es que siempre viviré Caminos recorreré Historias compartiré Contaré lo que nos corta para no poder crecer Buquena ve Por todos lados doquier, todo lo entenderé gracias a RAP. Querer es mi deber y por ti lo lograré. Nunca voy a caer. Nunca vamos a caer. Nunca vamos a caer. 
callada Una de mi gente responde a lo que yo siento Si ando un poco caído en ustedes siempre pienso Yo sé quién es real y también que no lo es Pero eso es de lo menos porque les deseo el bien Para mí es una ley expresar lo que uno tiene Amor es infinito y el dinero va y viene Prefiero ser humano a un artista prepotente La voz de corazón porque no me trae papeles El alma que se expresa para que tú te despiertes Frases al volar con pensamientos en mente Porque los minutos corren y tú sabes que no vuelven Hay gente que se burla porque quiero algo mejor Pero eso es simplemente porque así es como soy yo Legado sigue vivo solo con un microphone Y con las tornamesas que todo esto comenzó Calor en mi corazón como lo que lleva el sol Con cada canción escucha lo que brindo yo Pelea por lo que quieras y no dejes que te paren Porque este es tu mundo y sabes que tú sí vales Porque este es tu mundo y sabes que tú sí vales start with this country mm-hmm. wants you to be here everyone middle ground this is where you want to be now there's people that are down here no money i'm gonna talk about like dirt broke mm-hmm. you're not broke Eddie. you're not poor you I'm might be broke poor. yeah but you're broke you mm-hmm. might but you're not poor mm-hmm. poor brother is poor I, like I said, I've been poor. You've been poor. Most people have never been poor. You've been broke all your life. That's fine. But you know what? Poor is clumping out dirt with water and eating it because you need some in your belly. Mm. That's poor. Mm-hmm. That's fucking dirt poor. But being broke, I'm broke, dog. Mm-hmm. And I work a nine to five and I make good money. My wife makes my I'm broke as fuck. <laughs> you know? And then there's people who are above that. Rich ass fuck we're 20 mil that's a painting homie mm-hmm. that's what i rock on my shit and you are a dj eddie so you're like 10 g's is amazing money dog djs get like 100 200 400 grand play it how much you think paris fucking hilton makes oh yeah like you to know. play in vegas yeah four five hundred grand amazing money right yeah but what I'm saying, as an MC, you're, you're, you're in those three stands. As a person, you're in one of those stands. Uh-huh. It's finding that balance where you got to realize, dog, 400 grand is not worth my manhood. It's not worth being, it's not worth the criticism. It's not worth me losing who I am in the inside. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I'm thankful for you because you're showing this example, not only in Spanish, but to the young, average, local MC. Do it your way. You'll be fine, dude. But Thank some you. people are so scared. You know what I'm saying? And it makes me happy to know that you're not and that you're with Ghost House and that we're going to work together in the future, I'm sure. Oh, definitely. One way or the other. Um, as an MC or even not as an MC. I've done more with this fucking show that I've done as an MC. And I'm no, not, and, and you know what? I'm not ashamed then, to admit You know that. what? The, the people in the scene, the people in the hip-hop community need to thank people like you because this is what we need, especially on a, on a, on a local scene. You know, to people to push our music, to help us out. Like, 
working a nine to five, you know, taking care of family responsibilities, doing all this stuff, like trying to come up with ends to, you know, make your CDs, to duplicate it, to everything. It, it's it's a hard thing, man, especially for the people that are deep in it, that are trying to make it happen. So, like, people like you, shows like this, that are actually taking the time to find out who the artist is. Like, this is, man, this is a blessing, brother. Yeah. It's, a it's a blessing, and that's what we need you guys for. Uh, I'm just happy to contribute. Whatever little amount I can contribute, dog, I'm just happy to say Concept gave to the scene. Didn't take, didn't want more than he gave. Yeah. He gave more than he could possibly do. And he, if, if I die at 40, just fucking on my face, oh, bloated from just too much hip-hop, that's fine, bro. Mm -hmm. Like, let's die that way, you know, but I gave some more. Yeah. Um, which is good, and I think we're in agreement. So okay. I'm with you. Yeah. I'll, last segment. Last one, then you go home. How, I know. How, how much time do you have? Because I kind of. What been, time been, is it? I've been drinking a lot of water. And, and you got to pee? Okay. Well, this is Concept 714. I'm sitting here with Eddie Fika. Stay tuned. Stay tuned, bitches. We're going to go to the bathroom. You got to pee? Yeah. This, yeah, I got to pee. Let's not <laughs> pee together. No, 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 no. Hey, you hey, sure? Let's clear that shit. <laughs> you stay right here. You wait. So, we're going to break it down and we're going to get to the true and grimy because there's levels to this shit. Yeah. 12 rounds. You and me. That means we're gonna play <clears throat> yes. a little thing, a little something I like to call twelve rounds. I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna <laughs> ask you twelve questions, each more difficult than the last. Okay. If you cannot answer the question, or you will not answer the question, you will be knocked out. I am the champion. I get whatever's in your wallet. Are you? I, <laughs> Are you a champion right now? I've been a champion, baby. Nobody's beat you Undefeated, so far. Undefeated, homie. Undefeated. Everyone kicks my ass every time they step behind this foot. There's only been a few who have not been able to answer the questions. Or they choose not to. They're like, I don't want to talk about that. So then they do. Huh. But a lot have won. Okay. A, lot, a lot of my artists are honest. They, they know me. They know anywhere to expect. Okay. If you do answer all 12 questions, honestly, you are the champion. You win. You go home with the belt. Okay, where's the button? Are at? you are you willing to play twelve rounds, Eddie Fika? Ding ding ding. Round number one. What is your favorite part about your craft? Expression. Liberty of expression, man. That's the first thing, man. Just like writing and getting that off your chest. That's that's the beauty of it. I respect that. What is your least favorite part about your craft? For round number two. The least favorite part about my stuff is all the pretentious people. Your craft. My craft? My personal craft? Or just yeah. the what scene? Is your, what is your least favorite part about your craft? That it takes me away from family so much. I don't like that you're not as drunk as I am. <laughs> what, <laughs> round number four. What are you most proud of? My family, man. My mother. I'm proud of my mom, man. She's the hardest person I know, you know, like uh she raised she raised six of us, man. Six of us Dang. on her own. Yeah. Yeah, that, you know, four boys, two girls. She's uh she, I'm so much so proud of her. someone you should admire. Yeah, proud of that. Round number 6. Yeah. What brings No, round number 5. Round number 5. What brings you the most shame? What are you least proud of? Man, I'm least proud of, uh, and I'll be honest about this. I'm pre I'm least proud of like uh, not finishing high school, not finishing high school at the right time. Mm. 
because it, it's high school wasn't really that hard, but I was just my heart wasn't in it, and I decided to go. It, it's kind of a it's kind of a weird one though because if I hadn't now if I had finished high school when I did, I wouldn't have taken this role of like DJ and music in my life, right and I wouldn't have been able to feed my family and take care of my and take and help my help out my mom and things like that. So, but in a way, I'm 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 really ashamed of that, man. I got, you. you know, like <clears throat> I'm ashamed of not finishing high school at the right time when I should have. And there's some people that are like, um, even it be the dumbest thing, dude. Like, uh, oh, I haven't made 50 paper wads in my trash can. I've only made 47. <laughs> even if it's something dumb, dog, they will sit there and they will try to make it because now it's a personal issue. Like, hey, yeah, trash can, fuck yeah. you. I want to do this, you know. And I think it's something with you because, um. It's important to have an education, bro. Like, yeah. I don't know, understand how people try to get their life, get to get by their life without you knowing know, stuff. You like, know what? I'll be honest with you. Like, with everyone that's listening, especially the youth, if you're listening to this show, if you're listening to the, this podcast and you just heard my answer, I'll tell you this straight up. Because I run into a lot of youth nowadays that I didn't have that mentality that are like, oh, the government is making me want to go to school because I need to do this and my parents are doing I did not have that. I just literally <laughs> fell in love with music to the point where it totally took my life yeah and not in and, and it took my life but it saved it you know what i mean so like i just kind of like if you don't if you didn't want to go to school or if you don't want to go to the school at the, to school at this point take what you really want to do and really fucking make it happen yeah and stop talking because that's what i did i'm i'm not sh- i'm i'm a sh- I'm ashamed of not finishing high school when I should have, but I'm not ashamed of saving up $2,000 when I'm 17 to walk into the guitar center and buy my own equipment. I'm not ashamed of that at all. Yeah. And I'm not ashamed of, like, taking my own destiny and, and making it happen. Yeah. So, as it should be. Yeah. As it, as it should be because destiny's there to help you. You get there. Yeah. Type of shit. I'm with you, dog. See, that, that's what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what brings the most shame? Round number six. Oh, shit. We're getting there. We're halfway there, dog. You're doing pretty good. All right. You know what I mean? Saying, I'm jabbing, I'm jabbing. Round number number six. (laughs) What is your biggest fear? Man, my biggest fear is... La Migra. Besides that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, such a dick thing to say. Oh, I feel terrible now. How dare you? Migra here, dude. Sometimes I'd be looking at ghosts like, man, I don't know. I think this fool's going to call me the in. The minute it came out of my mouth, dog, I felt bad. I was like, la amiga. I was like, oh, no. Why'd you say that? <laughs> you know what? I'm not, not even. Bad. I'm not I, even. I'm not trying to offend you. You know what? I'll oh, tell. No, no. Girl. You know what? I have to tell you this, man, because I have I have driven all the way to San Diego yeah. so many times for shows. Yeah. And one of the last ones that I went to, just so that people know, I drove down for a DJ set uh, at, a, at a drum and bass club that I got book for so I, I drove down and my my actually my homie drove down there big 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 ups to dj benza he's in mexico he's in oaxaca right now but uh, i miss that fool but he drove down there with his car and he's got like this like you know this rice rocket he's got like this honda like lowered and everything and he's driving on the way down and we're passing you know san Onofre and all that stuff and 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 you see that that checkpoint on the yeah. left right and that checkpoint on the left <laughs> has the lights on Shit. And you so see, you know like, going. so I'm driving down on my way to San Diego, but I'm already, I already know, like, damn, this motherfucker's on right now. Yeah. Because I have gone down there before, but it's always been open. Yeah. And I just, like, 
you know, I took a gamble, but I always take a gamble. So, so. you did it. I, I, and, and, you know, I, one of the things that about me is I don't really smoke and I don't really drink. Yeah. You know, like right now we're, we're sharing a drink yeah, because this is, is the moment calls for it. Yeah. But, you know, I'm driving down and, and, and I'm like, whatever, like we'll deal with it when we come back. So I'm thinking, no, I go down there, I do my DJ set, you know, we chill at the beach, whatever, KK, like if we come back early in the morning, I think they're not going to be there anymore. And by then, my and, homies. And what time? What time was this? Oh, this is like six in the morning. So you're six in the morning too. You think about definitely by three. They, these people have to be gone. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. There's no way they're here so, till three so in the morning. We even, I get you. We okay. even go to a Denny's and we, you know, eat up, eat up, eat up and, yeah. and and I have two homies with me, and uh, and I'm, we're sitting there eating and all that, and and I'm just, you know, in the back of my head, I'm like, yeah, they'll be cool. We'll just, we'll be fine. But by you then, you still thought about it. By then, yes. By then, my well, you know, I kind of have to. But but I'm still having a good time with my homies. Right, and but there's two like, of but us. But you're remembered, okay? Yeah. Check mental point. There's a yeah. checkpoint. Okay, I'm yeah. with, see that's smart. And then you know by then we're we're still chatting it up and all that and you know and then by then my friend Benz is really really tired and yeah. he's the one that's driving and and the thing about that is we could have stayed there longer but he had a he had a thing to do the next the next morning right sure so I'm like fuck he's tired as hell so I'm gonna take the wheel and I'm gonna drive. Oh, so I take his shit. car and I'm driving. <laughs> My other homies passed out on the back. Right. And we start driving, you know, we get closer, you know, like you can kind of see that it's dark, but it's kind of starting to get a little lighter. And we're still driving, we're driving. And then I'm, I'm just kind of keeping an eye because if I see any signs, I'm just going to pull over to the side and just wait it Chill out. out yeah. But I'm driving, I'm driving, I'm driving, and I start seeing slow down officers ahead. But by then, there's no more exits. Oh, so I'm like, damn, sure like whatever, let's just. Let's just handle this. Let's do it, yeah. So I'm driving through. I'm like, you know, I got this little rice rocket. Window super tinted. I'm like, ah. So I'm like, you know, I pull up. This African-American officer was there, like, you know, waving like a little flag. And he's waving everybody through. He's waving everybody through. He comes to my car. He puts the thing. And right there, I'm like, damn. "Damn." I'm just like, just keep it cool, man. Okay, we're good. (laughs) So he, he leans over in the car. He sees my homies. My homies are packed out in the back, and he just asked me, like, where are you going? I'm just going back home, back to Costa Mesa. I just came back from a DJ gig. Yeah. He looks at the car. Cool, go ahead. Be safe. Boom, goes through. <sighs> little that I know. Oh, little oh, that shit. I know. Oh, shit. Little that I know. Yeah. I, almost wanted to t- I almost wanted to take a picture with that officer mm. and just be like, go through. But little that I know, the homie that drove down, he didn't have his license on him. He, the car the car didn't have insurance and the hobie in the back had weed on him so had you got caught oh man. all those things but you didn't know none of those things i didn't know none of those things fuck dog <laughs> <laughs> that's some shit so i'm not that scared of la migra <laughs> <laughs> so la migra's cool la migra's cool oh, man oh fuck so my biggest fear is my biggest fear is not like succeeding in a sense where i can where I can take care of my mom, because mm. I really want to take care of my mom. I you just mean want like house, yeah, medical like house, bills medical and... bills, and all that. But it's a fear that I have, but it's not a realistic uh, uh, fear because I know I will take care of her. Yeah. But that, if you were think, if you were to think of what's my biggest fear, that would be my it's not fear. being able it's not being able to take care of her. Mm. I respect that. Round number seven. <laughs> Who would you take a bullet for? Well, starting with my mom, uh, my sure. girlfriend. Sure. But I take a bullet for anyone that's around me that if I had to save, man. 
you rather be you would jump in front of a bullet. Yeah. Round number eight. Who would you not take a bullet for? Who would you let that bullet hit? Who would you not worry about <laughs> getting just dome shot? You'd be like, yeah, that's about right. Oh man. <laughs> Who that's... would you let that bullet hit for round number eight? Oh, whoa, he's getting hard with these questions. Oh, man. If you cannot to answer the question, or you will not answer the question, you will lose. You will be knocked out. I get 10 bucks, and you go home. Crying. I don't have anybody specifically in mind, but if I was sitting there, and God has to forgive me for this, but if I was sitting there with some fool that just, like, rape his daughter or some shit mm, like that like if that was a decision i would open up and be like so any rapist you'd be cool with don't shot honestly honestly like god forgive me but yes uh round number 10 mm -hmm. who would you never work with for round number 10 never ever in a million fucking years would edifica be like Let's do this. You'd be like, nope, get away from me. I have no business, right? I don't know you. Little Wayne. You would never, ever, ever work with Little Wayne. Nope. Say that. I would ne I will never, <laughs> ever, ever, ever work with Little Wayne. And, and you know, and the funny Smash thing is. Smash cut to Edifica. And the, and the funny thing six is. Six years from now, <laughs> uh, the card 12. Hey, I'll tell you this much, but hey, Kaboom makes some banging beats. Oh! <laughs> oh, you sneaky motherfucker. Okay. Hey. <laughs> but okay. Hey, you know what? That's cool, though, because Edifica would never fuck with this cat. Hell no. DJ Kaboom's another story. Hey. I'm with you. I respect that. I understand it. That's what's up. Twin brother. <laughs> uh, round 11. Dude, two more, and you're the champion. Mm. No, I'm sorry. Round 10. So we got three. Uh, what, that wasn't that round 10? No, that was round 9. Okay. Round 10, it's a very important round. I'm glad I didn't skip it. I think I got a good idea, but I need to know from you. Okay. Round 10, do you believe in God? Yes. I believe in God. Round 11. <laughs> I like that. Okay. What is your strongest insecurity for my round 11? My strongest insecurity. My strongest insecurity. Wow, I don't even know how to how to even respond to that That's right what now. what I do, bro. My strongest insecurity Duh, is this is my shit. my strongest insecurity is being an immigrant in the United States of America. That's brings you insecurity. It brings me insecurity, but the way you're phrasing that, it brings me insecurity in my strongest way. Because that is what motivates me to push forward and to bring the Latino name up higher. That's exactly what I meant. People, some people don't get it. But I'm like, that's 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 my thing, man. That's my thing. Like I, I want to meet, I want to conversate with with rich people that have yeah. money and yeah. have a conversation with them, and 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 at the end of the day, be like, you know what? I was born in Mexico City, man, and I'm representing my people here in the United States this way. And this is what I can do. And this is this. These are my attributes. And these are my gifts. And my gifts are endless. You can either see that, and 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 take it in, or you can see that and ignore it because you can't even see past yourself. Yeah. That's that's my biggest, like you know, my yeah. strongest insecurity. Well, that's good. I'm glad you have it though. Mm -hmm. I'm glad you're working off of it and you recognize it. That's the most important part, I think. Mm -hmm. Recognizing that and then working off of it. Mm -hmm. 
doing you, dog. I'm telling you. Because question 12 is like, it's my favorite question. Uh-huh. It's a question I think people can't answer. And they, some of them are pre, they already know what they're going to answer when they're asked a question. But I don't think that's true. Mm. They're like, okay, in the public, this is only Oh, dude, I I can tell you this much. I am so freaking busy right now. I came, like, if you quote unquote think of coming to this interview unprepared, I'm just here, bro. I'm just here, bro. I'm just here. (laughs) This is it. I'm prepared. Uh, And it should be unprepared because that's a real interview. You know what? I was looking forward to it, but I was just chilling. I'm glad. Because that's my goal. Um, I, dog, usually I research people. Break it down where they've been with that, but I'm like, you know what? This is gonna be different because I'm gonna I want to know him on a different level. Mm-hmm. And I ask everyone this question, and they all give me different answers to the question. But ultimately, it's the only question. It's the basis of why we live. It's the basis of why we die. It's this question. If you were able to answer it, I don't expect it to, obviously, mm-hmm. because there's no answer to it. Hmm. So the, the the question is round number twelve is. Why? Why? Because. If you cannot answer the question, <laughs> or you will not answer the question, you will be knocked out. I am the champion and I win. Why? Because I can. Because you can? Is that the answer you want to go with? If you asking the, the if you asking I'm asking if you why if you are asking such a vague generalized question as vague the, or well, ver- or too specific for people to answer vague vague I understand vague I could live with but specific this is the most specific question of all time the speci- ultimate is speci- specific in, in why is specific in, in what sense because there is no subject that we're I mean. So There's if no you so okay so are you going to answer as an MC? Are you going to answer as a boyfriend? Are you going to answer as a man? Are you going to answer as no, a Mexican? I'm a, no, I'm, a, are you gonna I'm answering as a young a, adult. I'm answering as a human being. If okay, you, if you're asking that's, the sense, if you're asking the cool. sense of 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 why as a human being, I'm asking as a human being. I'm asking why. Because I can. Because I'm able to. Because you can, and because you're able to. Hey, that that's respectable to me. That's an answer. Uh, it's different than what other people have said. Some people have said that as well. Um, but I don't think that's any less of an answer because, yeah, that's what you're here for. Like, this is, I understand, like, because this is, this is what I do, bro. Like, there's no, there's no answer. Um, I respect it. I'm with it. So that's it. You are the winner. You win. Oh, man. <laughs> you're the you're, champion. You're, you're a formidable opponent. <laughs> I tried. I swung. I did some, <laughs> some body shots. You know what I'm saying? Dude, you, uh, got, you got a mean right hook. <laughs> blah, blah. <laughs> um, but I'm grateful that we sat down together and we talked about it. Definitely, man. Um, why? Like I said, man, it's my favorite question. Everyone answers in a different way. Can I ask you why? And I have answered it before, and I still agree with it. Um, because if I don't, then who will? Mm. There you go. If, if, if Who's, who's going to do this? And there's no disrespect, but who's going to take the time? Who's going to invest? Who's going to be broke and work the overtime and extra hours and then book? and 
yeah. to do this for two hours a day, four hours max. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You, you're <laughs> like, Doc, off. I'm busy as fuck. I, I know got no what time. you mean. I yeah. know what you mean. This is what I'm here to do. And I know it because everything's happening so not easy, but mm-hmm. so well that it's just like, this is the time telling you this is the way you're supposed to be going. Yeah. You know, drug dealers get it too. Like, I bought a gram and then I got a 20 and then now I'm a multi. To me, it's like first show went dope, mm-hmm. picked up. Six months later, Stitcher, uh, iHeartRadio, Pandora coming up. Hell like, yeah. Like, this is it, you know? Um, so that's my why. Because well, you if know I what? Don't, who will. Well, you know what, man? Like, I like to finish, like, like I like to finish with you saying this, man. Like I said, like I believe in God, man, and like there's gonna be critics, there's gonna be people that don't believe or whatever, man, or whatever, whatever they believe in. But but I want to thank you for bringing me on here. Yeah. Muchas gracias. And, and from the bottom of my heart and my soul, man, I wish you much much uh, success and a lot of blessings with this, man. Thank you, brother. I really appreciate it. You're welcome back on the show whenever you like. You pushing something? You just want to spit a freestyle verse, whatever? Oh, well, you know what? We're gonna have a we're gonna have the DJ month pretty soon, man. Easy, yeah, we are. Yeah, That's so damn right. We're, to, we're having a. You're MC- gonna have to call this motherfucker named DJ Kaboom. And yeah, talk we will. To him, I'll have you, Dana's Kaboom, and, and we'll make <laughs> it happen. Uh, we're having a DJ month for you guys that don't know, and we're also having a battle MC month coming up and we're having a homegrown oh, which word. is Orange County only homegrown 420 April blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. how that shit goes so that's look up for that but Edifica thank you for coming down hey, Amen. you're the man you're more than welcome back whenever you like you bored you want to drop some whatever we're here thank you for coming out and showing the love uh, so but I'm not going anywhere nah you ain't without 16 16. I got to hear him, baby. Without an acapella 16, from the big mighty Edifica. 16, 16, 16. Otro representante del oeste aquí ha venido. Saludo extra firme pa' que vean que no es lo mismo. Destrozamos la rutina de los 40 en la cima. Prefiero miles en calles vigilando avenidas. Fijas, miradas, palabras concretas se expresan cada vez que el micrófono se conecta. Esto es realidad, no es nada de fantasía. Pregúntale a las familias que ayudamos en la esquina. Nada es mentira. 24-7, invasión innovando, edificador hablando. Maestro de elementos compartiendo lo que tiene. Humilde hasta la madre, pero huevo sí que tiene. Aprende, nene, esto no se ve en la tele. Se vive en el, se vive en el oeste, la calle que tú caminas. No, 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 I can cut. I can cut. We're on the radio. Okay. <laughs> Unless you want to start it again. It's up to I you. I got to start it again. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Otro representante del oeste aquí ha venido. Saludo extra firme pa' que vean que no es lo mismo. Destrozamos la rutina de los 40 en la cima. Prefiero miles en calles vigilando avenidas. Fijas, miradas, palabras concretas se expresan cada vez que el micrófono se conecta. Esto es realidad, no es nada de fantasía. Preguntarle a las familias que ayudamos en la esquina. Nada es mentira. 24-7, invasión innovando, edificador hablando. Maestro de elementos compartiendo lo que tiene. Humilde hasta la madre, pero huevos sí que tiene. A Aprende, nene, esto no se ve en la tele, se vive en el oeste y la será que tú caminas. California clima no acostumbra a estas rimas, desde que a tu pack se llevaron en camilla. Mm. Yeah, you killing it, son. Man. That's what's up. saben de qué se trata, edifica. Se trata, edifica, yo, man. Wake the flock up stamped, homie, approved and forever. You're welcome back whenever to the show, whenever you like. Muchas gracias. You got a home here, dog. You know gracias. All right. Uh, peace and love to everyone heading out. Share the show. Love you guys. For Fluent Rhythm, uh, for Edifica.
Mm-hmm. This is Concept 714 asking you, begging you, demanding that you help me wake the flock up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs>